Today's episode of Content Academy, guys, is brought to you by Slippy's Wet Floor Signs. The classic. They've been with us since day one. Uh, mm-hmm. Slippy's uh, still offers the their classic original products, the classic wet mm-hmm. floor sign. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they've updated it to uh, they have different fonts, so you can kind of get that classic yellow kind of neon Super yellow wet floor sign in different fonts they got i mean guys what do they have papyrus papyrus Comic for Sans. a more Sans. papyrus yeah. for a more like what would you call that a more That's upper like, class yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or if you have like maybe an avatar themed restaurant yeah exactly in, I like in that. the style of I like that. you know dinosaur cafe is yeah like avatar cafe? it's pandora you mean with like whatever. With like firebenders everywhere. Or? No, 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 the blue. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the blue the one. Blue the blue one. one. The waterbenders. Yeah. Okay. Water. Um, <laughs> they got Joker Man, uh, Georgia Bold Italic, Impact. Uh-huh. You can you can also get Zap Dingbats, but I mean it's not readable. But <laughs> yeah. you can Wing get dings. it. Wingdings. Yeah. I don't know if that'll if that one will be up to code per se. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's still got the little. Falling man, the, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's got the falling and it man has on it. it. I think it's worth noting that it has it in Wingdings English and Wingdings Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's important to note. Well, it's that's Tuesday fair. again. Uh, that means it's time to get the concert crew back together for another 45 of edutainment. Uh, mm-hmm. calling in from her house is Georgia. Hello, what's up? And calling in from his house is Josh. Yo, I uh, couldn't quite. I was gonna go back to the command center. I couldn't quite make it this week. Same here. Um, yeah, neither of us. Can hopefully, make it's it still there. there. Hopefully, it's still there. I think we got it locked up. I can still see actually the the Ethernet cable yeah. running out of <laughs> out my window. Uh-huh. That was originally connected to and it. I give you give it a little tug every once in a while. It yeah. still feels taut, well, so it's connected to something. Didn't we? Didn't you tell Bruiser like two tugs means you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We communicate Three via a series of tugging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, this week we're continuing. Our series about movie discussions. This week's movie is Batman Forever. Um, Forever. Alex, like, there's not a question mark on the end of that. I got so the right movie this time. I accidentally watched it, Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> they could have added a question mark to that, and it would have fit. Because the Riddler, yeah. The Riddler? The Riddler. Yeah. What about uh, its sequel, lesser-known, straight-to-DVD sequel, Batman Five Ever? Yeah, Five Ever. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when did this one come out? 1995. 1995. It was directed by Joel Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Schumacher. Sounds about right. How you want to say it? Um, he also directed Phantom of the Opera, mm. and he epi- he directed like one or two episodes of House of Cards, also. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So kind of huh. well, point there. Uh, before we kind yeah. of get into the movie discussion, uh, we do have a few news type things to talk about if you guys mm-hmm. are if you guys are interested sure we'll just put it i'll put a pin in my movie metrics and you just do your whole oh, newscaster okay. thing all right you know we'll get on with the podcast afterwards uh, in alex in regards to the headlines i say that we uh crack them open let's crack them open okay sounds good <laughs> uh let's see what we've got Add in here. the little yeah, yeah exactly let's see what we got here oh and i forgot to ask and we can maybe edit this out but uh 
Oh yeah, Georgia, you do have a puzzle, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, so we'll do that after the movie discussion. Um, but first, let's talk about these these headlines. Uh, set photos from Spider-Man Three uh, have spoiled a strange detail. You guys hear about this? In this one, mm-hmm. his suit has pockets. Uh, he's got to keep his phone somewhere, I guess. <laughs> extra web. I'm picturing, picturing, I'm picturing like with his hands in his pocket. Yeah, or he's hanging upside down and stuff falls. I remember there was one point in the comics where Spider-Man would spin himself a web backpack. Oh yeah, I like, I like when he that? does that. I like when he does that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, Ben Affleck and Anna De Armas have broken up. Oh, I'm sorry, Anna of Armas. That one's, <laughs> one's kind of dumb. <laughs> I, don't know. I meant to delete that one. Uh, the next Legend of Zelda game is reportedly releasing earlier than we thought. In fact, according to certain sources, it's been out since 1993. Hmm. Interesting. Zelda (laughs) 2? Southwest Airlines just made a long-awaited change. Now, alcohol will come in even smaller bottles. (laughs) Uh, Tesla's new Model S will automatically shift between park, reverse, and drive pretty cool so if it like senses a wall in front of it well if it senses a a wall in front of it obviously you're going going to go in reverse Uh, the new car will also contain a host of other new features including something called turbo mode guys the classics (laughs) the classics are coming back Uh, the new world's biggest drone will send satellites into space using a rocket Hmm. i would have thought they would use the drone I don't know. That one's kind of <laughs> experimental. Is the world's biggest drone just like a, one of those self-piloted jets? Yeah, I, I think like technically, you know, yes. Think about this. Technically, <laughs> what makes yeah. it a drone? Yeah, really. Yeah. Where do we draw the line. Uh, exactly. Uh, IKEA bought eleven thousand acres of forest in Georgia to protect it from land development, and also turn it into a Swedish labyrinthian hellscape. <laughs> IKEA freaks me out. Uh, the tallest dog in the world, Freddy the Great Dane, has passed away. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. Uh, so this is actually pretty interesting. Great Danes actually pass away standing up. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. If you find them lying down, you have to take them to the bed. <laughs> uh, and finally, the U.S. Postal Service has announced a new line of Star Wars stamps featuring droids. And I have announced some bullshit, too. I don't know. That one's <laughs> still kind of working on that one. <laughs> Featuring droids. Yeah, they got little stamps featuring like R two and shit. That's cute, I guess. Seems like kind of I don't know why it took them like over fifty years to do sixty years to do that. This is the first Star Wars stamp. It hasn't been fifty years. It's been like forty three years, I think. Seventy seven. Yeah, you're right. Close. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so that's all the news for this week. Uh, kind of. Well, what we did last week, I guess Georgia finished the movie metrics, and then Josh can start with like the plot. Sure, no, movie I'm metrics not. with Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm looking at droid stamps. Yeah. But uh, there's one for the little gonk droid, the one that kind of looks like Wally. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a trash can on two legs. Uh-huh. That is but, the, that is the gonk droid. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Everybody knows gonk droids. Um. No. So Batman Forever. Came out June sixteenth, nineteen ninety five, directed by Joel Schu- Joel Schumacher. 
the budget was 100 million. Hmm. Um, clean, weekend, even 100 mil. Clean, even 100 mil. Mm-hmm. Opening weekend. You guys want to place your bets? Uh, opening weekend. I mean, Batman movies always do well, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. I doubled it. I, now, is this domestic or worldwide? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna um, guess twenty mil domestic. Really? Okay. okay I think it was so. a big hit. I think it got. Uh, I mean, I don't even know. I'll just use Josh's as a ballpark. I'll say thirty. I think this movie uh, was this, very successful. Well, I don't know about worldwide. I check my okay. um, sources. It's just the U.S. But U.S. Um, opening weekend, it made fifty-two thousand. Wow! Wait, 52, wait, fifty-two thousand dollars or million? Fifty-two million. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I was like, man, fifty-two thousand thousand. Wow, yeah, thousand. yeah. Well, that's a lot. That's half million. the budget right there. Opening weekend Dang. alone yeah. in the U.S. Well, huh. I mean. You want it to be more, yeah. But yeah, eh, you know, movies had a longer shelf life back then. It wasn't just all weekend front it's load. Very true. Really? Yeah. Huh. I yeah. mean, eventually it did pretty did pretty well. And when I was looking at reviews of this, I was mostly expecting this to be the best received. Critically panned. See a lot of that, but um, like I forget what the Rotten Tomatoes had this as, but um. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes has 39%. Oh. But generally, I mean, with people who grew up with it, it was very well-liked. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And interesting. another thing I found really interesting, because like, I, was, I was very young when this came out, so I ingested this growing yeah. up, but obviously never saw it in theaters. I love finding the taglines for, oh, yeah. for when they came out, which is crazy. Because, I don't know, the marketing at the time, and you want to know, how, how did they sell this? Yeah. The tagline for this was, Courage Now, Truth Always, Batman Forever. Huh. Which Kinda is my out motto. out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Courage huh. Now, Truth Always, Batman. I mean, that could be inscribed on the inside of an engagement ring. Yeah. 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 Just, of course, all those things. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. How could like nobody's gonna argue with that? Something I remember great this... tenants. Go ahead, Alex. You go ahead, Josh. I said go ahead first. Though. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember this movie had a great. I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead anyway. I, this movie had a great poster <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, VHS cover. Mm-hmm. It kind it's of like, had uh like this kind of thing. Batman's face. Yeah. Uh, his arm and oh, yeah. the three of... got like. Yes. Yep. Exactly. All of the <laughs> Batman movies of the '90s, the the Tim Burton ones that kind of took off from the from the Keaton film, they all had great posters. Yeah. Because yeah. they all were composed, um, like really classic, uh, movie posters. I think this was kind of a great time for movie posters, anyway. To be honest. Oh yeah. Like Josh, like you were saying, movies had a longer shelf life. It was more of an event. You wanted a poster <clears> that grabbed something versus nowadays. It's the teaser trailer. It's the trailer. Mm. It's, it's you know, it's point. not so much yeah. the po- you never see the poster until you go to the theater. That's a good if yeah. you're going to the theater. And so a, a, a fair amount of people, I feel like back then would just go to the theater, not necessarily knowing what was out or what they wanted to see. Yeah, right. And so you so would just look at the posters. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I also remember I remember ads for this uh ads for the pay-per-view of this movie a lot. This one and Batman and Robin, the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. This was like one of the first movies I remember being advertised that you could pay to watch on cable. Hmm. Um, we should. So that's kind of interesting. You know what we can and do? Uh, we could. Josh showing his age. <laughs> yeah. We should like. Should we watch one of the trailers or something? Oh, that might be fun. Uh, uh I'll see if I can stream it. Okay. Watch like. Because I feel like it's <clears throat> one of the trailers that'll have the voiceover when trailers used to have voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> In a world where yeah. trailers. In a world where Batman ex- is exists. Did you guys have any trouble like watching this movie? Did you actually like uh, rent it? It's on, it's on Prime as long uh, as you do the free Showtime subscription, which yeah. you need to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is your reminder. If you watch yeah. the movie along with us, uh cancel your subscription to whatever whatever you signed up for. Uh okay, mm-hmm. here we go. So mm-hmm. if you want to here watch the trailer Join the stream. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Starting. Well, now? I, tried, I tried to full screen it, and now it's okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, okay we're going. Okay. Not in the movie. <laughs> this scene is not in the movie. Is it? Okay. Well. It is. Oh, I don't remember that. Towards the end. Oh, yeah. In a world. Wears a mask. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, it's Optimus Prime. Voiceover, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Bumblebee. Yeah. Cool scene, such a cool Samuel scene. Samuel Witwicky. Yeah. <laughs> Dolls so, fart. the scene going on right now, for those, you know, listening... Well, you can hear on the podcast. You can hear the trailer. So <laughs> he can. Well, you can hear that he's driving up a building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Driving up a building. That is a, such a cool. That's such a cool scene. And you know what I read? I read. One. They never show how they get down, though. They yeah. never show how well, he gets down. They planned on doing a rooftop like car chase, but because of budget oh, constraints, okay. they cut it and it was later in batman and robin again cool hundred mil mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly yeah studio said no yeah and actually didn't they do it again in batman begins josh they, they had a sure rooftop did, car chase. So okay. did. Yeah. yeah they never show how he gets down i think his car has some kind of parachute that comes <laughs> out the top possibly it's so probably it's, down. it's also kind of a reference to the batman uh, original series where they kind of walk up the side of the building on yeah. the rope. Yeah. I like, I want to point out that I like a few different times in the movie, Two-Face, like, does two different things out of his two different faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he well, smokes. I really appreciated I appreciated how he referred to himself in the plural. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I never noticed no, that before. Yeah, and I also, um, his henchmen call him Face. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Uh, you can't. Really yeah, you see in this part of the of the trailer. Go ahead, Alan. You can't really see right here, but during uh, Edward Nigma's like scenes where he's not Gala. the Riddler, uh, yeah. he's like he's trying to look like Bruce Wayne, and he actually he has, has a mole. The same glasses. 
Yeah. Yeah. He uh-huh. actually has a mole that's the same as Val Kilmer's. So when he's oh, like, when he says, okay. how's my mole look or whatever. Uh-huh. That, I, that's I didn't get that. Thank yeah. you for that. Well, I don't know how you same would. Same suit, same glasses. Yeah. This, that line right there. I have this in my notes, actually. This is an example of how great of a Batman Val Kilmer is. He is able to sell Batman saying, chicks love the car. Such an un-Batman line. That's like a Robin line. Robin says that in the next one, right? It really is. Well, actually, the first line of Batman and Robin, and it's crazy that I know this. Is chicks love the car, right? The first line, chicks. No, it's popular. It's I want a car. Robin's saying I want a car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because he's got the bike. Yeah. Robin. This movie also reminded me how feverish a crush I had on Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. He's a snack in this one. He's got that earring. Got the earring because he's a bad boy. He's got the, <laughs> yep. the eyebrows that are a little too long because he's a bad boy. Yeah. Yep. Also, very unclear about what age uh, Chris O'Donnell is supposed to be portraying. That's a good <laughs> point. Yeah. He played this as a 25-year-old. Okay. Really? Uh, Why do they show his smile his in the trailer? Parents die. <laughs> parents die, and Wayne tries to take him in. So presumably he's a minor. Yeah. Yeah, hey, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. who knows? That scene's not in the movie, definitely. No, nope, not yeah. in the movie. The giant bat, the what the hell? <laughs> that is in the movie. In the movie, in the movie. In, not in the movie. Oh, can, we, <laughs> can we mention that Gotham has its own statue of pretty? <laughs> wait a second. That was in the first, like, ten minutes. That was in the first ten minutes of the movie. She's the exact same as the real Statue of Liberty, except for the word Gotham, Gotham. right in her so tiara. There's the, there's the small... <laughs> She's the Statue of Gotham. So there's like the original in France, there's the small one in Vegas, there's the New York one, and then mm-hmm. there's the Gotham one, presumably. <laughs> Does Metropolis get one you know, too? This, yeah, this right. This whole movie has a lot of statues. It That's does. True. I did not notice that. Alex, up. do yeah. you know? Do you know in the DC universe, is there a New York City also? There is, yeah, because I think there's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I know there that definitely it, I know, is. There is in Marvel, obviously, because yeah. Spider-Man. And Gotham and New York. Yeah, so Metropolis is supposed to be Kansas City. Gotham is supposed to be Chicago. And New York no, 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 no. But they all exist Kansas, by themselves. Kansas City, no, Kansas City is the Flash City, isn't it? No, nah, that's it's like, like, em- like Emerald City or something. That's like Star City or something. Central shit. City. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, something like but that. I want to say that there is like a DC hero that it, like is in New York City. Is in New York? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's the trailer. Yeah. We'll do that. Uh, no, I'm looking. I'm looking. I did. Oh, fact <laughs> check. No, there was a crazy amount of statues in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I felt like the director was going for more of a... He's trying to make a statement with that, right? Not only is there that huge gargoyle that's kind of in the first part of the movie, but just you get a lot of these shots of gigantic Greek statues, and then there's 
Batman suit, which is reminiscent of a Greek statue as well, because it's so mm-hmm. muscular. So I don't know. Yeah. Are we just celebrating men's bodies? That, that's think, okay. I, yeah. That and yeah, it kind of uh, it kind of references the whole uh, like tales of ancient gods. And yeah, heroes. that's. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. 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 Or just um, I don't know, cool atmosphere, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, there these aren't really these are the cities with those. these are twenty-story <laughs> tall statues. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> like no skyscraper size statues. Like we're talking statues that are like holding up bridges. Yeah. 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 They're carved in the shape so of cool. a man. Yeah. So ne- very next level. Which they we need those. I want Definitely. those. Bring we them back in real life. Bring, yeah. can, can you imagine those just in your like in Kansas City? Right. That yeah. Would that would really be something. Yes. Uh, Let's tear down the Western Auto building and just have a yeah. guy holding up the Western Auto. <laughs> really, sign. the visuals <laughs> yeah. of this movie are a big departure from the last one, right? Oh that yeah. Was on the visuals. Purpose. Yeah. They um, really changed no, it up. Schumacher wanted to have this look visually different, and I also heard that um, the original cut of the movie was almost three hours, which is almost the case of all of these movies that we've <laughs> yeah. we've reviewed so far, except yeah. for Xanadu. That's like. Xanadu People didn't have enough. Yeah. Directors love enough. to say, oh, my original cut was three hours long. Oh, the original cut was four hours <laughs> well, long. Well, directors love saying this. Yeah, that's true. The bread and butter. Yeah. No. They don't want to cut. Directors don't want to cut anything that they film. They're just talking about all the dailies mixed, combined together. They think together. it's all great. <laughs> yeah. No, there was supposed to be like a director's Schumacher cut, cut of this when all of the Batman movies were released on DVD, whenever mm. The Dark Knight came out. But this one did not get the director's cut because it's supposed to have like a longer, darker cut. Giant bat. Um, too. Maybe that's where we see the giant bat. <laughs> yeah. But um, didn't happen. I do so feel I like there were elements that. missing because yeah. there was that whole subplot about the red book that Bruce Wayne's father had yeah, that, that never really paid off. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the storyline with Robin was probably shortened a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably the scene that probably there were probably more scenes with Doctor Meridian too. Yeah. But. Yeah, because she felt very pieced together, and her role—it was very much on purpose to be like a femme fatale. I mean, even her mm-hmm. hairstyle was very just the way she looks, really. Yeah, yeah. just absolutely femme fatale but um yeah her story she doesn't i mean it's also a product of the 90s but she doesn't really have one Mm -hmm. yeah um another big theme with this that really ties everybody get together is obsession everybody every character in this movie is obsessed with something so Mm -hmm. just to go around around the room here we've got batman he's obviously obsessed with uh, flying rodents well really everyone except Robin is obsessed with Batman. Well, yeah. let's look at this in different ways. So, okay. Bat- well, Bruce Wayne slash Batman is not obsessed with being Batman. He's almost obsessed with not being Batman. Yeah. Really. But and at one point in the movie, the he's the like, movie, he's like, I'm not Batman anymore. For some yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Evans in every Batman, Batman movie. Yeah. Like, I'm in love. I don't want to be Batman. Yeah. yeah. But at the very end, he's like, now I'm Batman because I choose to be. Um, mm-hmm. And then Chase is obsessed with wackos, in her words. Yeah. Um, technical term. 
wacko. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Edward Nigma is obsessed with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Not Batman. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with Bruce Wayne. I would almost, I would argue that his character is gay. Okay. Mm. See it. I like that. It just came to so me. So like he that has a way. crush on him or something. Well, he's obsessed, which is well. Doctor Meridian, Doctor Meridian diagnoses him like he's obsessed with you, and that will manifest mm-hmm. as a homicidal urge yeah. to Not free himself urge, from it. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Homicidal urge, but no, I think he's, I think he's gay, and you know, just <laughs> that's very a good reading, young man. Yeah. Um, who is left? Uh, Robin. He's Robin slash. Two-Face is Dick. obsessed with uh, kind of his, his first lines of dialogue. He's obsessed with Batman. Yeah, getting revenge on Batman. Getting revenge on Batman. And then but, Robin's obsessed with Two-Face and getting his yeah, revenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two-Face's but, first few lines of dialogue when he talks about uh, maybe one of you can remind me uh, but he's like rant, fate randomness whatever is the only true like mm-hmm. yeah something. it's it's like every everything's down to luck to chance like, yeah whether you're yeah 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 i thought that dialogue know, was really a rich good. man or a poor man uh-huh. it's all down to chance yeah um and then um if i might add and one of my notes here is your guys's thoughts on tommy lee jones as two-faced but towards the end of the movie <laughs> In a complete bastardization of his character, maybe you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Josh, you know? Uh, I don't think so. He what wants to kill Batman, but of course it needs to be up to a coin flip. So he flips mm-hmm. to get the outcome he wants, and then he keeps flipping it and flipping it. <laughs> Two-Face yeah. never does that. When they're kidnapping, they're kidnapping eh. Bruce Wayne, and he's sitting on the couch trying to get the yeah. um, coin to show tails. Yeah, so that he yeah, can yeah, yeah. Bruce. So yeah. Well, okay. So two things. Two things. First of all, I don't think it, I saw character. First of all, the coin doesn't have a tail. It has two heads and one is scratched. Oh, uh, okay. Sure. Sure. But he <laughs> calls it tails. He calls. Yeah, that's another problem with Two Face. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with Two Face in this movie. Yeah. I'm just gonna unload them all right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, one. Tommy Lee Jones did did not like this movie. He didn't want to be Two Face. Really, I don't really know why he did it. He hated Jim Carrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he, like you said, he flips the coin repeatedly mm-hmm. to try to get the result he wants. Totally yeah. out of character. They also basically make him into uh, a basically the Joker with coins. <laughs> yeah. And then you got <laughs> like the Joker no... with riddles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two Face. Uh, they don't. They basically treat him as just the evil face. Mm. Like, they don't really focus on his yeah. other Harvey Dent side yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's, it is tricky to do. Like, yeah. even the Dark Knight, I don't like the Two-Face in that either. Hmm. But they at least tried a little bit. To well, show what about when he's like, uh, and if you'll forgive me, we're going to have to talk about the Dark Knight a little, a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, when he's like laying... Your real, you guys will recall perhaps when he's laying on the hospital bed and he's got his face like uh-huh. turned to one side, <laughs> and you think it's just the yeah. normal him, right? <laughs> but then he turns his face and you see that one side is all messed up, and you're like, uh-huh. oh, okay, messed up putting it lightly, yeah. So, yeah, what about we got that? Ourselves a two face, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, face. No, it's I, the bat. I, hey, yeah. face. It's the bat. They also call Batman the bat. Yeah, yeah, would love to be a henchman in this Mono universe. Monosyllabic is the way to go. Yeah. Also, shout out to all the dumb henchmen in this movie <laughs> who are just perfect examples of dumb henchmen, just falling over each other. Yeah. Yeah. Cl- you know, super clumsy, just top notch work. I liked but those. As far as... So sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, just as far as Two Face, um, like being mostly the mean side and not the Harvey Dent side. Um. It's a good point you bring up, but then I would just argue that they made him a bad guy because uh, if they didn't, I mean, where would the story go? They're obviously focused more on the Riddler's uh, kind yeah. of character development. Well, what do you do? Descent into villainy. Yeah. But um, I don't honestly think that's out of character for him to keep flipping to get the, the result that really? he wants. Because he really wants Batman dead, both his Harvey Dent side and yeah. Two-Face side. But it doesn't matter what he wants, it's up to chance. Well, it's just yeah, but it's he's, he's ultimate, the bad guy. He's ultimately two face is he's just kind of a dumb character. Like you know it was what? never he's two-faced. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. two-faced. Huh. Yeah. So, so Josh, yeah. what's a good example of like his his Harv his non evil side from like a movie well, or a comic? How could they display that? I don't know. In the in like the animated series, there's a lot of two face content. And he like his Harvey Dent side is basically just like he can sometimes be almost like a Robin Hoody character uh-huh. where like he steals from like other mobsters yeah. or so he's supposed to be like people. lawful evil. Basically, Two-Face yeah, is supposed to be lawful evil. He can, he, mm-hmm. he alternates between lawful evil and chaotic evil. I think. Mm, yeah. Would be, okay, would that goes for. along with my mindset of him that he is. He is thoroughly a bad guy. It's not like Harvey good. The Harvey side is good. And yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Bad. Yeah. He's he's a bad guy. He has bad intentions. It's just the way he goes about doing them. Mm-hmm. So, I then I, I think like the that. coin toss is fine because huh. one side could keep. <clears throat> one is going to be more powerful than the other at times. Hmm. So it's not always. It's yeah. always going to be fifty yeah. fifty. In the movie, I think they just use him basically as a way to give the Riddler more menace and muscle. Mm-hmm. Because I think I read it was originally going to be just the Riddler as the villain, hmm. but they added Two Face. Yeah, and right, I could see Two-Face why. Came with all the henchmen and the goons. You had yeah. henchmen, yeah. and if you had one villain, you had one villain in the in the Batman, the first mm-hmm. Batman, the Joker, and then you had Penguin and Catwoman in the second one. You mm-hmm. can't really go back to one villain after yeah. that. And then Batman point. and Robin have three. <laughs> Yeah, technically, yeah. And Bane. And Bane, yeah. yeah. Classic villain blow. Yeah. Huh. So but, I, just, uh, did you have more to add, Josh? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, did you guys have any more, like, big thoughts before we do, like, the synopsis? I have movie? something uh, we could talk about. Maybe you guys could kind of add on to it. Uh, so I, there are several times throughout the movie where I felt that Batman is just not like smart in this movie he kind of displays <laughs> just stupid he, he behavior all those riddles well yeah they're incredibly they're all incredibly easy <laughs> i mean it took him like two minutes to solve the clock one face five items my... of a common sort yeah. you'll find it all in a tennis court hmm. oh. yeah uh so uh, i have a few examples maybe you guys if you can think of any you can add, add okay. to it but 
the very first one of the first scenes, um, he gets trapped in Two Face's safe trap right away. <laughs> yeah, that's full of acid. Uh, inexplicably. Yeah, it's exactly. boiling acid. Exactly. I, lo- um, I love the little exposition security guard that's in there with yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> Who is blind and deaf. He needs glasses and a hearing oh, aid. Oh, yeah. A blind yeah. and deaf <laughs> right. security guard. That's love so that funny. detail. That's so funny, Josh. Um, he, during the circus scene, this one very uh, confused me very much. He yells, Harvey, I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. Why I does remember he that. do that? Well, he wants to save everyone in the in the circus. He saves. I also think that nobody's gonna like nobody there is gonna believe him, but it's yeah. gonna catch Harvey's attention. And he oh. kind he, I think he kind of tries to explain this later. He does. That, yeah, when he's trying to convince Robin, you know, that there's nothing he could have done. Uh-huh. He says, he's "Like I tried." If Bruce could have given Bruce his life could, to yeah. save your family, he oh. would have. Yeah. Well, I mean, Batman wasn't going to cut it, so it had to be Batman. So if he just says, I'm Batman, you know, maybe that's enough. So you think it was like a strategic move or he just panicked? I don't think it was a moment of panic. I think it was calculated. I think he could have dealt with it because at this point he's already kind of over being Batman and he really likes Dr. Meridian. So Uh I don't think Did she not hear him? Fine. I, I don't think I'm anyone little, heard him. Yeah. Yeah. That's just I so think, weird. Right next to him. Yeah. I think, well, for for plot purposes, he couldn't have revealed himself mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. just kind of too chaotic. And, I mean, Two-Face's plan wasn't really that well thought out. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it was because he did have this ornate trap for Batman when he yeah. does eventually follow him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that huh Worked out. apart yeah. from that you have so another example you apart from that you have the bat cave being easy enough for basically a teenager to break into <laughs> um oh, and whoa, whoa 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 hang on hang <laughs> on car always comes out even when it's intruder intruder alert car still yeah. like comes yeah. out of the ground now like, dick, dick had to do some pretty advanced like, acrobatics to get yeah. you yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, could have been entirely. It was way too long. Yeah. Get, really, yeah. he could have just hopped. He could have just ran he over there. Hop on yeah. the floor and just like slid in yeah. on yeah. slippy socks. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. And then he sees the yeah. ink. What's obviously an ink blotter test, and he says, "I'm obsessed with bats." Basically, obsessed with bats. Yeah. No, he he said he asked Chase if she's obsessed with bats, and she's like, "Yeah." Let's see what you it's an ink bar. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oops. Yeah. So I just feel like Batman, Bruce Also, Wayne, that blood is clearly a bat. Can yeah, we agree I mean, on that? It's, it's also a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you see what you want to see with the, with those or whatever. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, I feel that Batman, Bruce Wayne, in this movie, he just wasn't his typical, like, greatest detective self. Uh, You're right. Mm-hmm. I think like peak, peak uh, badass Batman is probably Batman Begins. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, where he just does yeah. a lot of cool things mm-hmm. the whole movie, and that's kind yeah. of no, don't get me wrong. He does cool movie. things in this movie too. He does, but you don't get the sense that he's just. You do get the sense that sometimes he's overwhelmed or just like falling into traps all the yeah. time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like so, 
this movie kind of has an in- interesting interpretation of Batman that in that he's almost now this is kind of maybe controversial. He's almost kind of this is almost kind of like a Spider-Man movie. Like he's always making <laughs> quips. He's always making quips in the middle of battle. No, no, he's not as quippy as George Clooney. No, that's really? true. Yeah, I guess we'll have to watch that one next. Because... On the but no, on the continuum between Spider-Man and uh, Batman, like Dark Knight, yeah. this is clearly more towards the Spider-Man side. Yeah, it's it's more campy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. before we go any further, Josh, give us like a two-minute synopsis. Oh God, well, highlight. I have I have all these notes though. <laughs> okay, I have okay, a pretty fine. detailed play-by-play. <laughs> okay. Well, before we okay, fifteen minutes. Before we do, <laughs> no, 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 it'll be fast. But before I do that, though, I do want to say that the music in this movie is so good. That's even what though, instantly hit me. Yeah. Even though they're not using the Danny Elfman score, which is on another level, mm-hmm. and rivaled only by his Spider-Man score, I think this one is like this... almost just as iconic. Yeah, I the feel. score is still good, and not only that. But the needle drops are great, and the credits move music is great. Hmm. You have that amazing Flaming Lips song that plays uh, when you're in Doctor or Edward Diggins' little that, lair. I was wondering uh-huh. who, what that was. Mm-hmm. Flaming Lips song, uh, and then you have at the very end, U 2s Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. I yeah. think it's called. Yeah, yeah. And after that, Seals' Kiss from a Rose is reprised. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and do Which, they uh uh maybe you can uh uh remind me. Do they reprise uh this movie's score by uh Elliot Goldenthal in Batman and Robin or is that completely different? Uh I don't remember. I I want to say it's the same. Yeah. This like the whole score is like just that melody throughout the entire movie and I love it. Yeah. Just but if we could just go back to Steel for a second, this movie <laughs> so Kiss funny. from a Rose would not be nearly as well known if not for this movie. Steel has said so himself that this movie basically really? made him a star. Yeah. Wait, wow. no, isn't Kiss from a Rose from like the first Batman movie? No. No, it's, it's from it this was... one. Now, okay, so. If I recall correctly, Seal had recorded the song before this movie, but Warner Brothers put it on the soundtrack to this movie. Mm-hmm. And it that was released in oh, 94. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of gave him a big push into mm-hmm. into stardom. For some reason I thought that Kiss from a Rose was from like the first or second Batman movie. Nope, it was mm-hmm. this one. Okay. And it and it rocks. I it love is that a good song. song. All right, go ahead, Josh. We'll never know what it truly means. It probably doesn't even have a meaning. The song's lyrics are insane. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. Um, so we open we open the movie with, of course, Batman suiting up. And the car, the Batmobile, rising on its little spinning platform inside the Batcave. Uh-huh. And actually, Best, the first... Great part right here. First, yes. The first, the first line get, of they dialogue. They get the stage from Hamilton. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And, the stage really the tone is really set for the whole exactly. movie because because not yeah. only is that like we get that campy over the top looking car and costume but uh-huh. the first line the of dialogue 
the suit up scene. Yeah. The first line of dialogue is actually a joke mm-hmm. because Alfred says, um, he said something take to the a effect sandwich. of like, can I get, are can you going to take a sandwich, sandwich yeah, yeah, or yeah. something? Yeah. Thank you. And uh-huh. Batman says, I'll get drive through. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I'm like, know. yeah. When I was seeing that scene, I just wanted to be like, okay, here's Val Kilmer. Yeah. And I forget that the lovely gentleman who played Alfred for so long and he died back in, I think, 2010, 2011, mm. maybe 2009. Mm-hmm. But just, it's just those two guys. And he makes a, like, I think it speaks to the chemistry of those two characters. And then also just like a day on set, mm-hmm. just yeah. saying, okay, Val, you're going to go in there and deliver this line straight faced <laughs> in your rubber Batman suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't yeah. know. It's just, it was so dumb. But yeah. It sets the tone. Absolutely. Michael, Michael Goff is the, is Alfred. Hmm. Yes. Um, thank you. Yeah. But this kind of lines up with something that I've been saying for a while, which is that, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin aren't necessarily sequels to Tim Burton's Batman per se, but sequels to the 1960s and 70s Batman. Mm, they yeah, they very before. much, mm-hmm. yeah, point. they very much match that tone, mm-hmm. uh, but updated. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I also had in my notes here that the Batmobile looks like a toy. It looks very cheap. It's yeah. pretty, it's kind of cool, Maybe but had it, that toy. I had yeah. the toy. It was a great toy. <laughs> Not it doesn't really it just doesn't pop at in the movie though for me though it it's looks a, cool a little Batmobile. too ridiculous. It it's looks a, cool a little Batmobile. too ridiculous. Couple notes on it. Um, later on when he vis- drives to visit Chase for the first time, he's driving a car that resembles the Batmobile in <laughs> That's cool. shape or style, uh-huh. you know, setup. It's just yeah. like I mean, I'll have to like look up the model of it because it's a pretty sweet looking car, but it was reminiscent of a Batmobile. And yeah. in that first chase scene. Um, he's being chased, obviously. Mm-hmm. He is the chasey. And yeah. he flips a button. He like flips a screen in his console to view th- behind him. And I'm like, oh. okay, why does he have that? Why yeah. can't he just look in the rear view mirror? Oh. And the more, and like a couple minutes later, I was like, oh, there's no way that car could have a rear view mirror. Yeah. yeah. Or side view mirrors. Or he yeah. wouldn't be able to actually check his blind spots either because he can't move his neck. Toed. So that's why yeah. he, he can't move his neck. That's funny. <laughs> so he that's can't move his neck. Genius. Yeah. Oh, it's genius. That's smart. But yeah. Continue. I there's one part in the movie when uh, uh, Alfred calls Batman on his Apple Watch and he's like, "Robin took the car," and he doesn't <laughs> oh, yeah, he doesn't that. understand what he means. And he <laughs> like the second or third time he even doesn't understand what he means. No, that's sir. another example. Uh, of we the Buick? Before he gets the Bentley? We yeah. cut away before he gets the correct guess. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how long it took him. It's a great gag. I love like, that gag. But he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, and he doesn't. Oh, like... God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we go straight into the first uh, action sequence. It's a it's a bank heist. Two Face is holding up a bank, and so Batman sees the bat signal. He meets Commissioner Gordon on the roof of the gotham police station and that's where he meets dr chase meridian played by the lovely nicole kidman peak they, nicole they kidman were, by the way on 28 year old nicole kidman that was her peak huh 28 wow <laughs> let's just disregard you know, i didn't say her peak was over no you're done no they weren't on the roof they were in front of the bank Oh, that's right. 
the, the roof totally is right. Later. The roof is later. The roof is later. Mm-hmm. But they do have some. Uh, they do some psychology banter with each other, Batman mm-hmm. and Doctor, which Chase. is cool. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's a pretty good example of them showing how smart Batman is. Yeah, yeah. One of the that's few good. that you get in this movie, yeah. but it mm-hmm. is there. So Batman goes up uh, to the vault, and he is he gets trapped in the vault. He goes to rescue the security guard who is in there tied up. Who reveals that it's a trap. The door closes behind him. They're hoisted out. The whole vault is hoisted out of the building and it's hanging from a helicopter. Uh, and then boiling acid starts to fill up the vault oh, for, for your dying pleasure. The same acid that made us who we are today, Two Face says. Uh, so Batman uses his wits. He steals the hearing aid from the security guard. That's my hearing aid, he says. <laughs> Then Batman uh, says thanks and practically winks yeah. at the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he uses it to crack the safe. Yeah, calmly uh, crack the safe. Yeah, very quickly. Too. Very cool. And then he lifts that huge ass metal door of the safe up and mm-hmm. lets them lets them both out. Mm-hmm. And then oh, probably the, the most <laughs> unrealistic part in the whole yeah. movie, he uses his tiny little grappling hook. Uh, to attach to the vault and swing mm-hmm. it back into where it was. Yeah. I swear All... it was just that footage. Bro, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I, I think it's just reverse footage. Listen, but, they had to cut yeah. corners to get that clean 100 mil. 100 yeah. mil, yeah. So now Batman is hanging from the helicopter. Two-Face kills his own pilot and then pilots the helicopter himself out into Gotham Harbor flies it straight into well he flies it through this giant glass eye sign first and then out into the harbor into gotham's statue of liberty mm-hmm. and which uh the helicopter explodes batman falls into the water and survives of course uh and two-face parachutes out and also survives so kind of a draw for two-face and batman the first uh their first, first meeting two-face off Next, we hard cut to uh, Edward Nigma in the Gotham Labs. Uh, well, Wayne, I actually, Wayne Tech. First, we get a really cool CG helicopter shot of Gotham, the Gotham skyline, and this is where we see those twenty-story tall Greek or Roman statues, yeah. holding mm-hmm. up giant uh, globes, holding yeah. giant spears, uh, yeah. A view of Wayne Tower, and there's mm-hmm. the like dam in front of it, or the yeah. it's like a know, it's probably part of their sewer system, but there's some water, you know, in front yeah. of it that comes into play later. It does, and yeah. we get a little news news anchor voiceover saying something about how Wayne is extending his popular profit sharing program to the employees at Wayne. Is this Tech. the part? If I might, if I might add, is this the part where the news anchor lady is like? Batman stopped a bank heist. In unrelated news, Bruce Wayne did this. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> that was so oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really do a lot of work in this movie to try to uh, sell that Bruce Wayne is a uh, uh, he's a good person, quote, mm-hmm. a good billionaire, you know, yeah. that he looks out for his employees. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah that comes then, into play a little bit later, too, with yeah. Ed, Ed Begley Jr.'s character. It doesn't land quite as well in today's political climate. But yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today he would kind of be, he would be an Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos type yeah. of character. Yeah. Back in the '90s, we thought billionaires were cool. 
Right. Yeah. You know. It makes you wonder how now they'll. It's just like, oh. Yeah. It makes you wonder how yeah. they'll handle that in the upcoming Batman movie. Yeah, it really does. Huh. Um, but anyway, um, we meet Edward Nigma. He's obsessed with Bruce. He tries to sell Bruce on his brainwave TV project that lets you be inside do the something. TV but then later it's just like 3D. It's just yeah, yeah we're a little fuzzy on exactly <laughs> what it is. It just looks like it's kind of 3D, uh, but mm-hmm. it also seems to it just like knocks you out. Some kind of numbing Puts you under effect a spell or something. Your brain, yeah. yeah. The way I understood it was the way I understood it was uh it basically broadcasts the tv into your brain itself not mm-hmm. like through your eyes but then and there's not really a great way of showing that on film so, so they, they do the whole 3d like thing yeah but yeah later on i feel like but i think they describe on, it as a 3d line. tv yeah he well enigma's like i'll just mesmerize them with my 3d tv yeah yeah he's like hack into their brains essentially is, is yeah. what he calls it but it's yeah, it's it's a weird, a little bit weird concept, but the important thing about it is that mm-hmm. it's the machine interfaces directly with your brain. Yes, and, Bru- and it also Bruce like correctly call, takes yes. your IQ. Bruce correctly, too. well, Bruce correctly calls out that if you can if you can put stuff into someone's brainwaves, couldn't you take things out? Yeah, the flavor of the party. Eventually, yeah. what exactly what he does? Yeah, yeah. So he cancels the project. And Edward or Edward Nigma is devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, then Doctor Meridian uses the bat signal as a booty call. She is enchanted with Batman, is yeah. obsessed with him. Yeah. Uh, Batman, of course, turns her down. Um, so then we cut back to Edward Nigma, uh, where he is working in the lab. But uh, Ed Begley Jr.'s character, kind of his boss, I guess, the middle mm-hmm. management. Uh, cancels his project and fires him but edward I'm not Nygma happy edward not yeah happy <laughs> edward Nygma, uh basically kidnaps uh ed begley jr and ties him up uses his prototype on him and this is where he finds out that he that his device steals people's mm-hmm. IQ, iq basically hmm. yeah um, so is that like a smart. side effect, or did he know that would happen? I can't remember. He didn't I know he that actually, would happen. I think he actually does say that it's an unintended side effect. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he's doing it. Yeah. I see. Um, and we get a couple of great, great uh, Jim Carrey lines here. Jim Carreyisms, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so good in this. I just caffeine will like, kill you. I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> if we could just like pause here to talk about Jim Carrey. As... Yes. The Riddler. I think it was an excellent choice. Yeah. I do not really like Jim Carrey. He's just got too much. He's a bit too much. He's a bit much for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, usually. But um, I he just did this so perfectly. He is the Riddler. In my yeah. Mind. Has yeah. been since I was young, really, because of this movie. And some of the other people considered were like um, Alex said earlier, and those who are our Patreon subscribers will get this from the <laughs> yeah. pre-show content. Yeah. That uh, Robin Williams was a potential uh, runner for or considered. Did you read about the other ones too, Georgia? Yes. uh, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still thinking about. I just picture Frasier 
as the no, just no. Well, I maybe can't. I hear the blues. You would be a right? <laughs> you would be a <laughs> lot different uh, as the Riddler. A lot different, and then I uh, Matthew Broderick, mm-hmm. which I just picture like this kind of Riddler who keeps breaking the fourth wall. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be cool. Like Ferris Bueller. I think that, and I kept hearing that song, but like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's um, funny. Steve Martin, always in the running. I think he could have done a good job, too. Yeah. But he's too good looking. So there's no way he could have been the Riddler. He's too good looking because this Riddler was supposed to be very much on the fringe. You should good be point. able to tell right away that he doesn't have a friend. He's very much a loner. He's That's just a good been point. obsessed with Bruce Wayne because he's yeah. everything he's not. Also, um, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin is too looking. Yeah. I mean, I love Steve Martin. He's one of the greatest queens mm-hmm. of all time. But he doesn't have the same. He can't tap into that same element of menace that Jim Carrey can yeah. sometimes. Good point. He he can be a bad guy, but it's more of like a Tom Hanks bad guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whereas, like, oh, Tom Hanks is angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, oh, yeah. shucks. Which, Jim Carrey. Side note, he, yeah. Side note, Tom Hanks was considered weird shortlist for Batman. Weird. Which would have been a very, very, very weird. Movie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't won't very work at all. Wouldn't work can at you all. imagine? I'm just hearing Tom Hanks's voice as Batman, yeah. and I just, I can't. I, I can't. Yeah. Well, that kind of actually reminds me. Um, you know, you you read all these IMD trivia's about like, oh, this so and so was considered for this actor, and yada yada yada. It's true, but yeah, that's that's true too. But I feel like this movie is actually an example of that other actor was actually cast. That's a good because point. Yeah, that's a good Val point. Kilmer. It was going to be Michael Keaton first, but he dropped out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Val Kilmer was cast. But Val yeah. Kilmer as Batman is one of those castings where you see it and you think, oh, that would make an interesting Batman movie, except that it wow. was actually made. Yeah, and that's this actually is it. a good point. Yeah. yeah. No. And Val Kilmer signed on without even reading the script. He was like, yes. yeah. <laughs> Sign I mean, me up. that was a great career move, actually. I mean, it was. Yeah. Um, and like, I know we, we've discussed his shortcomings, but he does a good job. He, yeah. he oh, yeah. does. Cause no, he can, he's a I great, he bounces yeah. out. Bruce and the Bat, whereas like George Clooney, um, he was a great Bruce Wayne, but not so much on the Batman. Yeah, he yeah. pretty much is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but I actually, you know. so I actually watched uh, the 1989 Tim Burton Batman also mm-hmm. after watching this, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, I liked this movie a lot more than that one. Wow, really? Maybe, yeah. that's, maybe that's a hot take. But yeah, I've actually not seen the Keaton one. The first yeah. movie, it has some good parts. Um, and Jack Nicholson as the Joker is pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the movie revolves around like this reporter character named Knox that is not interesting at all and not funny. A lot of it revolves around uh, Vicky Vale, which also is not she's yeah. not really interesting yeah. or good in it. Yeah, she doesn't really have she's the love interest, but she and Michael Keaton don't really have any chemistry together mm-hmm. michael keaton's performance feels very phoned in to me hmm. uh i don't know a lot of it just fell off yeah. um it, i feel like it at the time it was successful just because it was like the first mm-hmm. batman movie probably um, well after in a the, while yeah. after the yeah. 60s one which doesn't yeah. count yeah um <laughs> the first serious batman movie but it was still really campy too so i don't know um but i i definitely felt like batman forever was a cleaner and more straightforward movie and it had more 
more big set pieces, more action sequences. Um, I don't know. I was surprised by how much more I liked it than yeah. the Tim Burton game. Yeah. So just to continue my short list for the Riddler. Oh yeah. Um, Adam Sandler. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just picture this Riddler who's always doing that weird Adam Sandler voice. Oh, I'm gonna and, kill the Batman! <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. singing stuff. So that would have been a whole. Can you and do I like the shut up thing, Josh? Where he yells, "Shut up!" What's that? Adam Sandler. What do you mean? So I don't know. I can't do it. Never mind. Oh, just Adam Sandler saying "Shut yeah. up!" Shut up! That's pretty good. Uh, and then lastly, Rob Schneider. Oh no, it's more. It's more like. Um, one second. You're like saying shut something. Up! <laughs> You're like saying something, and then it turns into shut up. Oh, is that kind no, of? No, I don't know what you mean. Oh, whatever. It's I'll right. have to workshop it's that. Right. It's right. We'll have to workshop <laughs> it. Yeah. But uh, Rob Schneider was the last. And then also the there list, was. Which would have been a very different movie. Also. I don't know if you saw this, but Michael Jackson too. On the Riddler, did you read that? Yeah, he campaigned hard. He really to be wanted Riddler. to be the Riddler. Really oh my god! He also god. really wanted to be Spider-Man for the first <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So Michael Jackson wanted a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. all of them were good. Um, for the Robin considerations, also while we're you know looking at other actors who could who could have been in this, yeah. uh, the oh, other considerations. I've heard, oh, I've heard, of, I've heard of for you, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, um, they were looking at Corey Feldman, um, Mark Wahlberg, which he could have done it. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He, mm, yeah. he could have been a good Robin. Yeah. You yeah, know, just enough of an attitude, you know, but you still buy him as like a kid with like a good heart. You Would know? have been pretty much the exact same uh, as the Chris O'Donnell one, I think. Pretty much. But um, Jude Law. Which Would have been interesting. Could have got behind. He's and more of a Batman type. Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. yeah. So that would have been that would have been funny. And then uh, <laughs> for Two Face, they were also looking at Nicolas Cage, which I think could have delivered. He still needs to be. Mm. That would have been crazy. Yeah. That would have been crazy. That. Yeah, because I think he could play a good dent and a good yeah. Two Face. Mm. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I think he 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 would do great because Nicolas Cage, what, he can play serious. And he could play just off this rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's true. I think that would have been good. That's Billy true. D. Williams played Harvey Dent in the first Batman movie, mm-hmm. and he was contracted to reappear. That's in right. A yeah. one, but they bought yeah. out his contract, and he would have he wouldn't have fit, in my opinion, in this in this version of the movie. Yeah, yeah I love Billy D. Williams, but he was his Two Face would have been interesting. I'm not sure what they would have done with that. He was later Two Face in the Lego Batman movie. Uh-huh. Oh, was he? Interesting uh-huh. nod, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So let's but, keep okay. going through the uh, synopsis. Yeah so, yeah, so we get the the demo of the the box, as yeah, we the call bo- it. <laughs> Which not even, it's it not, not it's even like a box, like box at all. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, uh, Edward Nigma basically throws uh, his box off the, out the window, down the side of the dam built into like you're saying, built into yeah, Wayne Enterprises. Somehow, that's there, yeah. yeah. We, we get the great Jim Carrey line, Surf's up, big kahuna! Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we see Edward Nigma in his lab later, hard at work, um, 
you know, doing the classic crazy person things of cutting pictures out of magazines. Yeah. Doing all this crazy stuff. You know, classic crazy things, making a yeah. collage. Yeah, exactly. What about, <laughs> I like the part where he's photoshopping himself, like, on oh, the yeah. Yeah. He uses, he yeah. uses a character creator app. Yeah. The same as the one as the, the girl has on Clueless. Yes. You know? Yeah. Same one. <laughs> the outfit creator. The outfit creator. <laughs> Um, yeah and he's like mr mystery yeah he's like thinking of different names <laughs> yeah. question mark Classic. man yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they didn't write any of the script he just yeah. let him go just Captain like always Kill. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so he, he settles on the riddler finally mm -hmm. yeah that's and actually then... a little we actually cut before that we cut to you, uh, you gather that he's gonna be in that suit that's you know the green yeah. question mark suit from the yeah we, we also see thing. we also see bruce going to see dr meridian mm -hmm. which he this is the first time for bruce meeting meeting her she's met mm -hmm. batman before, but not bruce yeah uh he oh, oh, this part's so funny he goes to her office and he hears sounds of a struggle and he another, knocks her door yeah. down. Yeah, there's another example of him maybe not yeah. being quite as good a detective as yeah. we might imagine. Yeah. Uh, turns out she's just uh, kickboxing or something. Kickboxing against her. Yeah. <laughs> Duffel bag thing. My favorite uh, part is when he picks the door back up. He's like, like he's like <laughs> bumbling. Yeah. He's like he bumbling does, around, he does, yeah. almost like a Peter Parker type character. Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah. It's a meat cute. It's yeah. a meat cute. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> But he kind of tells her about this riddle that he received from the Riddler, and it's the the tennis court riddle. She instantly solves it as well. So we kind of get the sense that you know she's actually the clock the one, the minor nitpick. Yeah, yeah. The minor nitpick. It's, it's the clock just one. The, the clock. Oh, you're right. It's the clock yeah. one. Yeah. We don't get the tennis court one until uh, until Doctor Meridian is kidnapped. Twelve twelve numbers on my face. You won't find thirteen any place. Yeah. Uh, so obviously it's clock. Mm -hmm. Um. So he he actually asks her out on a date to the charity circus, which apparently is a thing in <laughs> yeah, Gotham. Yeah, um, everything's a thing in Gotham. And she ac <laughs> yeah. she accepts because the next scene we see is the circus. Mm -hmm. And to kind of tie that line back in, he later tries to ask her out on a second date while they're in the audience. And at that point, she says, "I'm kind of seeing someone." Yeah, but they continue <laughs> to go on dates. Yeah, yeah. So. That's another kind of that felt kind of dry. That's another kind Women. of Spider-Man thing where like, and that's actually a line of dialogue in the movie. Batman says, he says women, right after when, that. When is that? He gets he gets back into the Batmobile and he's like, ugh, women. Oh, he actually like says after, that. Yeah, after she tells him oh, that that's, she's seeing someone, she does the the booty call for the the Batmobile. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. Like women. But that's another kind of Spider-Man type thing where, yeah. like, uh, Mary Jane, like, turns one of them down because she's mm -hmm. interested in the other one, but they're both the same <laughs> yeah. person. You're so right. Yeah. 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 Bruce asks her to go rock climbing, which mm -hmm. I want to see them go rock climbing. Yeah. Um, oh, I also <laughs> That's wanted an issue marker say... cut. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to say I found out that the Riddler's riddles were written by Will Shorts. The famous puzzle master yeah. from the New York Times. Oh, that's oh cool. Gosh. Um, we meet the Flying Graysons, the acrobats um, mm -hmm. at the circus, of which Robin is one of them. Uh, but before they're 
after they do their death defying death drop without a net no less mm-hmm. uh two-face crashes the party um and at this point i just wanted to say also um it's having robin in a batman movie is definitely hard to get right i feel like tonally but i definitely feel like it adds a lot definitely. and it adds a lot to this yeah. it lets you have more character development with batman it gives him mm-hmm. someone to talk to because mm-hmm. like a lot of batman scenes like in a con if it in a batman comic book you can just have batman monologue yeah. right yeah right you can just do text boxes of his thoughts but in a movie mm-hmm characters need people to talk to that's a good point so yeah. that's a great uh role for mm-hmm. robin to fill where they can talk to each other about what's happening or what just happened or what's yeah. about to happen yeah so um obviously this movie and batman and robin even more so or really can't be and robin is probably the campiest of the characters if done the wrong way mm-hmm. <laughs> holy sheet metal batman yeah exactly metal. it's full of holes but i don't know no, i feel like it adds a lot it does yeah um yeah all right, let's keep going through the plot. Yep, we'll keep going. Uh, so, of course, Two-Face threatens to set off two, two that's 200 stakes of dynamite uh, in the circus. Uh, but the Graysons manage somehow to push the <laughs> bomb out the ceiling. Yeah. Um, but in the process... Um, Everyone except Dick Grayson dies of the flying. They fall to their deaths. His mother, father, and brother all so. die mm-hmm. um, because the net wasn't there because they yeah. took away the net yeah. for the death drop. Yeah, the, and they fell ten yeah. feet. They fell and ten feet and died. <laughs> it was a little more than ten feet. It was very sad. Uh, I teared up a little I don't bit. Know, they died though. I feel like yeah, maybe one of them may have lived. They, they, <laughs> they died. Well, they I mean, they were also dead. getting sh- they. Two Faces thugs were also shooting at them. Yeah. Okay, so okay. maybe that was part of maybe it. Maybe that contributed. But I don't know. Batman also. So Bruce Wayne tries to, like we said, reveal his secret identity to Two Face to get to get him to not threaten everyone else. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work, of course. It's too chaotic in there. No one can hear him. So he goes off, changes to Batman, follows Two Face. But of course, it was all an elaborate tra- to trap to trap Batman. Um, uh or no i think that's later actually i mean later is the explicit trap later this is just trap. to cause some mayhem this was just, because yeah. at this point two-face and the riddler aren't teamed up yet yeah you know so this is just to cause some he's this is another attempt to to get batman to lure him out is yeah what he was trying to do but that this fails ends with the death of the grayson family minus mm-hmm. uh minus dick grayson and so after that, after everything comes down, we cut to Wayne Manor, and yeah, and Dick Grayson, Grayson is there. He he makes a show of accepting Bruce's <laughs> offer, but then when the commissioner leaves after he drops him off, basically, Dick was like, "All right, see ya, I'm Peace. out of here." Yeah, mm-hmm. he says he wants to go. Bruce is like, "What are you gonna do?" And he says, "I'm gonna go track down Two Face, and then I'm gonna kill him." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Bruce, like, this is a cool part. This is a very this, heartwarming scene. Yeah. yeah, we get to see this other side of Bruce, basically yeah. luring, you know, this young orphan to stay with him because of cars. Yeah. Again, not not for sure how young Dick is supposed to be, but yeah. Bruce and Alfred apparently a minor, but yeah, motorcycle. Yeah. So it's can't live by himself, but yeah. yeah. Bruce and Alfred win him over easily. 
Um, let me see what happens next here. So um, Dick is gonna stay. Dick is gonna stay with them for at least a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut back to Two Face in his lair, uh, and we see a great, uh, <laughs> great bit scene. character. Drew Barrymore is one of his sugar people. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> yeah. if that who that that's who that was. Yeah, and yep. then uh, what's her face is Spice, who's like the the evil brunette one. Yeah, I forget um, her name. She's great De- too. Uh, Debbie Mazar. She's mm-hmm. been in a lot. She was like in um, uh, Empire Records. And, okay. Um, uh, she's been she was in a lot of like eighties movies, I think. But yeah, another kind of iconic face. That was a great scene. That was a great scene. Nigma at this point figures out what he wants his uh, uh, villain outfit to be, mm-hmm. and then he he shows up at Two Face's lair, and this is actually kind of a big play from the Riddler. Mm-hmm. He's about he's about to get shot by Two Face, but he eventually sells Two Face on the idea of him helping Two Face figure out who Batman really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the greatest riddle of all. Who is Batman? Yeah. Um, so he uses Two Face to steal money to mass produce the box, the 3D television device, the brainwave mm-hmm. device. And in return, he will use the box to, I guess, hope that Batman uses it <laughs> so that he can tell who he is. I think the plan was he just wanted Which to. Which ultimately get, he does. He yeah. wanted to get smart. He wanted to like. Uh... Well, he wants to be Bruce Wayne. Well, yeah, he wanted too. to uh, get everybody's like harvest everybody's smartness, so that he was smart enough to deduce who Batman is. I think it's interesting because Facebook is basically the box. Yeah, Facebook gets all of our private info. Yeah, <laughs> Zuckerberg's the Riddler. It knows... Where are you going with yes. this? Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, it knows all of our secrets. Yeah. Um. It's just decentralized enough that we think it's okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so he mass produces the box. He has a giant uh, gala to show off his new version of the box. Uh, Bruce, of course, attends. Um, and Bruce is actually um, really nice to Nigma, which I don't think he was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's been nice this whole time, even turning down Nigma initially. Yeah. It was professional it was yeah. hurt you know but he's not going to waste time he's like you know we're going to do this correctly you're not going to do that so no yeah so yeah. he's always a nice guy i also want to bring up um the point or this little ad- addition to the character of bruce wayne they have him wear glasses and you yeah. immediately see him take his glasses on and <laughs> take off. off yeah so um does he really need those? Are they <laughs> fake glasses? Is it part? Is he trying to appear more mild mannered? Is it they kind of a Clark Kent thing? Yeah. You know, is a Clark Kent thing? Is yeah. he wearing bat contacts when he's done? <laughs> yeah. You know, how far does this go? This yeah. is also one of the movies where he has to put on like the eyeshadow before he puts on the cowl, so that it's oh, yeah. black around his yeah. eyes. Yeah. Uh, okay, like so at this point. Uh, Bruce actually uses the box, and I think he just mm-hmm. sees a vision of a bat flying at him. Mm-hmm. Right? This bat is where the bat scene would dog. go, I think. The giant mm-hmm. bat scene. I think that's sure. where it would go. <laughs> but nothing else really happens uh, there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Dick is back at home, and he sneaks into the Batcave. He he notices uh, Alfred going down into the basement, I think. And yeah. before the door can close, he jumps from the up, like an upper railing across uh-huh. a chandelier, down a banister, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And, like he kind of falls and knocks over a bookshelf or rotates it, I guess, to reveal the secret, Uh the silver cabinet. Yeah. 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 To reveal the secret um, passageway to the bat cave. And then uh, we don't, Alfred knows he's in trouble. Alfred knows he's in trouble. Uh, And then he steals the car and takes it for a joy ride. And then he, how did, how, I feel like Alfred could have stopped him. Bat keys. (laughs) Bat keys. Uh, Dick Grayson fights the glow in the dark gang, which Mm -hmm. is a, great sequence i thought um mm-hmm. love those glow in the dark guys those, yeah those guys were cool mm-hmm. they show up again mm-hmm. in batman and robin or, mm-hmm. they do well yeah. not those kind same of. guys they're, actually, they're not really glow in the they're the same more and more glow in the dark henchmen that's cool thugs mm-hmm. that's cool. he does he does save a young lady yeah and it's like i could get used to the superhero <laughs> thing yeah, yeah. Um, and there's the part where he's like i'm i'm batman <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, like what? I forgot my suit, okay? <laughs> yeah. That, like, it's not Batman, was, it's was Bat funny. Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bat Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, the real Batman shows up. The gang, mm-hmm. Dick is about to get his ass kicked, or yeah. probably killed. But then Batman yeah. shows up, and the entire gang runs away. Um, and then Batman and Robin kind of have this conversation here where batman is trying to convince dick that killing two-face won't make the pain go away Mm -hmm. and that made me wonder and i wonder what you guys think about this in this universe did batman kill joe chill or jack napier no i looked what is the continuity i looked into that because yeah whenever there's this type of conversation because i feel like this has happened maybe it's more iterations of Batman, where Robin is a is a uh, one of the characters as well, is that there's this t- you know Batman is Batman because of vengeance, and we see what mm-hmm. product that has made him. So you would think he has killed someone, and oftentimes I think what sets Batman apart from other superheroes is that often there's the thought or you get the feeling that he has killed some guys before. Well, so, I think putting this together just this now. One, to answer my own question, mm-hmm. in the 1989 Batman, Jack Napier is the one who kills uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne, mm-hmm. and Jack Napier Not becomes, and Jack Napier becomes the Joker, and the mm-hmm. Joker dies in that movie. Mm-hmm. He falls right. off. Okay, top of so that. ultimately, yeah, yeah, that happens. So but... Batman doesn't really kill him, but he's the guy still dies. So he could feel yeah. responsible for it, possibly. Yeah. Okay. That wow, that's a good, that's a good point. I get, which I guess kind of also uh, proves that it is the same continuity as the 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we could also think that, you know, in maybe an unfilmed, um, you know, previous escapade of Batman's, he killed a guy. Yeah. 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 That's believable. He's been Batman for a while. Yeah. So yeah. We don't know. But yeah, they've done this exchange, and uh, yeah, Dick's pretty, you know, a teenager at this point yeah. is like, no, I'm gonna get revenge. <clears throat> and what happens? So he runs off, I think. He runs off. Then we go back to Nigma's party, and Two Face crashes the party with his thugs. 
Hmm. And um, he he wants to find out who Batman is now, basically. Hmm. And uh, Riddler has this great line, patience, oh, bifurcated one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. Does um, he say that or does he say segregated one? No, bifurcated. Or is that... I had subtitles on, so it was, okay. bifurcated. it was bifurcated. I think there's a different uh-huh. part where he says something else. Maybe. He does a lot. He has a lot of lines like that. A lot of one-liners. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so Batman goes. Uh, Batman chases Two-Face. It's a trap. But then Dick actually rescues Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Kind of speeding up through the rest of this a little Ugh. bit because it's mostly action scenes. Yeah. Doc, Dr. Meridian Chase, Dr. Chase Meridian chooses Bruce over Batman. Batman goes goes back to her. The, there's that night. Batman smile, which is so weird yep, to me. The Batman smile. <laughs> that was very weird. And it was in the trailer too. Yeah, because Batman never it's smiles like that. Because yeah. the eyes are dead. The yeah. Face yeah. Is smiling. I don't know. Yeah. There's funny. that, and then the thumbs up too. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't. He doesn't. Yeah. And that that was in the yeah. trailer too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's at this it's at this point where Bruce retires from being Batman for some reason. For about two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. For about two minutes, we it's have like, more. Yeah. He's he's getting hallucinations of his father's red journal, um, and never that that is never followed through. I think on. maybe they wanted to do him. like a kind of like where. Thomas and Martha were like agents of Shield type thing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know? <laughs> In like the next movie or something. Yeah, that's yeah, Marvel. Maybe. But yeah, what's Re- Thomas? They're like super secret agents, right? Josh. They Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah. No, they're yeah they're billionaires. billionaires. That's where that's why Bruce is so rich. In some comics, money. aren't they secret agents though? Or is that I don't know. Mm, maybe not. I think so. I, I think you're thinking of uh, Peter Parker's parents. Oh, okay. They're they are canonically secret agents. Okay. In Got the it. um for some uh, reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, in the Telltale video game Batman, um Thomas it. Wayne has mob connections and that's why he's so rich. Oh okay. really interesting, interesting twist. Alfred was Alfred is a secret agent. That's though. probably what I was thinking yeah, of. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I think um, he was like MI6 or something, right? Yeah. Side note, I, I think they'll take me back at Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah that was a good <laughs> a line. line. Yeah. I think Jude Law would be a great Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah. So Riddler and Two Face break into Wayne Manor disguised as trick or treaters, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. And then they they destroy the Batcave. Uh, we get this another great Hysterical Riddler line. Scenes. Well, the whole Riddler sequence is funny where he's like yeah. throwing his little bat bombs everywhere. Yeah. But he has a great line where he's like, he's mimicking the intruder alert noise. He's like, mm-hmm. intruder alert, intruder alert, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the Riddler uses the bat signal as a period beneath a giant question mark made cool. by mm-hmm. lasers in the sky, which is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin shows up in his new suit made by Alfred because uh, there's basically another part of the bat cave that they missed that has the bat wing and the bat boat yeah um yeah, and then there's the one bat suit that didn't get damaged it's the oh one yeah the, the sonar, sonar technology one. that had not been tested yet yeah um, of course and then we get another great suit up scene yeah it's even more in depth than the one before i do uh, like if i might add i do like batman uh batman stories when there's like 
it's like Iron Man almost. There's like fifty different bat bat suits yeah. for every yeah. different situation. There's like a Mister. Well, me neither. There's yeah. like a versus Mister Freeze one. There's like a <laughs> yeah. stealth one or whatever. This movie and the ones before and after it uh, were heavily marketed for toys. Yeah. There were dozens of different Batman toys that you could buy. You yeah. could, of course, get the Batmobile, the Batwing, the Batboat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any other kind of vehicle it was possible to have, Batman had a version of it. I really like how the Batwing was, like, hanging upside down. Yeah. The, just the yeah. logistics. The wow. logistics. <laughs> yeah. And I, I never like, really made that connection. How do you yeah. take off? Yeah. <laughs> and I like land? how the Bat, how, the Bat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you land that? <laughs> the Batboat. The Batboat was useful for, like, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then the bat, the bat plane turns into a bat sub. Also, yeah. So why do you have the bat boat to begin with? Yeah. Drive uh, Dick has no idea how to drive it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. But um, no, Chase is captured. Yep. Which we're missing one of my favorite lines when Chase introduces herself to Nigma, and she says, "My name is Chase," and he says, "Oh yeah," and. and something about her like being and like, what a wonderful pursuit, pursuit you must be yeah. yeah and i was like that's what they named for that yeah yeah for that one line that you're line. totally right yeah you're totally right that's funny yeah. uh so riddler and two-face are now playing real life battleship uh trying so to far. sink the bat yeah. boat yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you the battleship. one of my favorite vitamins yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's weird such a dumb line batwing turns into a submarine uh, Riddler captures Chase and Robin and makes Batman choose between them. Oh, we also get the li- the Robin line, holy rusted metal, Batman. This metal, it's full of holes. You know, so, again, so dumb. But, yeah. um, they had to do it. Had to do it. Yeah. Uh, so Batman has to choose between Chase and Robin, but, of course, as all these things do- thing- all these things go in superhero movies, he, of course, hates both of them. Yeah. Uh, and he... <laughs> Sounds like you said hates both of them. I know what you said. He saves both of them. Saves both of them. Um, Two-Face shows up again. Batman essentially kills him by throwing uh, like 20 or so other dollar coins into Uh the air. Which is cool. As he flips his own coin. Yeah. It is cool. Um, Again, it's like these movies, and Batman begins with that about this too. It's like it kind of blurs the line between killing someone and not mm-hmm. saving them yeah but so, this, this part Robin, <laughs> say, Robin has the chance to kill two-face but does not yes thinks better of it that's true um which batman's like fuck it to, that gets him kidnapped yeah. yeah and so you know now you have them both hanging in their uh, little tubes you know, above this thing of rocks like a big pit filled with rock. another huge set piece in this yeah. movie. a lot of yeah. big set pieces yeah so if yeah, if ultimately two-face if if Two Face's obsession with uh, allowing everything to rely purely to chance is merely a facade, how does that reconcile with uh, him obsessing over the hundreds of coins? I mean, is he like, yeah, again, does he not really care work, and just so. keeps flipping? <laughs> Or is he, he so to catch the one that yeah. has the scratch on it? You know? I mean, does I don't care about it. I really not? don't know what to tell you, Alex. The character doesn't work in the movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> he just loses his footing and he drops to his death. And yeah. we get this zoom in on Robin's face, and he's you get the, the he's like, feeling oh, that yeah. his vengeance has been sated. Yeah. He's like, yes. Oh, we also get the cool shot of 
two faces outstretched palm sinking into the water yeah. and one coin landing heads up yeah in so his justice palm. has been served <laughs> yeah yeah uh in and out with two face in one movie out the same movie yeah and then uh, the riddler the goes to arkham asylum dr chase well, meridian goes getting overloaded with all of the brain juice yeah and his face is all messed oh, up. Remember true. this? Yeah. yeah. And then, this is cool, too. Uh, <laughs> we get this moment of Bruce slash Batman, who's Batman right now, saying, yeah. you know, I I used to be Batman because I had to be. Now I choose to be. Yeah. You know, all I right. choose to be both. So The know, culmination of the movie's whole plot, which, of course, I forgot to mention. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> um, right, because, and that's the reason why we have Two-Face in here is because there's two sides to Batman, ultimately. Yep. Yeah. He kills two-face there's no longer the two sides to his identity he's he's just he's just the one guy he's huh. both he's yeah. both he's both and that's good enough yeah and then riddler really, sorry go ahead josh uh i just say i really liked how that all tied tied up together they kind of resolve the, mm -hmm. the element of the two, two faces yeah yeah that was pretty <laughs> cool uh and then riddler ends up doesn't he end up thinking that he's batman or something <laughs> well yeah so one of the doctors in Arkham Asylum, the character's name is Doctor Burton, Burton, yeah, and he looks like kind of like uh, yeah. Tim Burton, crazy yeah. hair and all. Yeah. He says to Doctor Chase or Doctor Meridian, um, one of those names where it could be either Chase Meridian or Meridian Chase. Yeah, yeah. works either way. It works either way. Uh, he says the the Riddler seems to know the identity of Batman, mm -hmm. and then of course uh, Chase goes in and says, uh, asks him who Batman is, and Riddler says. It's me, of course. And he kind of flaps his straight jacket arms like a But bat. he does, uh, maybe you can remind me, he does actually figure out that it's Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne earlier, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's, he, yeah. He, knows. he totally knows for sure, because he saw the little bat vision. That oh, Bruce yeah, had. obviously, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, he forgets somehow. Yeah. Okay. So then Batman and Bruce are partners, Riddler's in Arkham, Two-Face is dead. Things are pretty much wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, and then we close to the U2 song and then Kiss from a Rose hmm. and credits. Mm -hmm. So kind of closing thoughts just about the movie or yeah. anything else um, you guys want to add? Oh, one thing I, I noticed was uh, it was so nice watching a movie without any green screen whatsoever. It was all filmed on set, <laughs> too. Really? All Big of the set pieces. Huge set pieces. Uh, mm -hmm. Everything was like nothing was filmed. I I don't think really anything was filmed on location. It was all pretty much sets. Well, you mm -hmm. only get uh, like I some exterior shots for sure. One but... or two scenes in daylight, really. Yeah, yeah. There's like exterior of the mansion. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a good point. What about the? Uh, you get a few shots of the Batwing flying. Is that just purely CGI? Yeah. Or what? Uh... That's it's true. CG, but I don't know if it was CG though. I think some of it was like Miniatures. in a cockpit, like a like a cockpit. I don't know. I'd have to see it again. Okay. But I, I well, I there's definitely CG in it because there's yeah. that one That's shot yeah. of the city. But I don't think there was any green screen, uh, like characters standing on a set with just green everywhere. You know, I have a big of, question about this movie. Um, how mm -hmm. so? How did the Riddler like get all this stuff that looks like the Riddler before he's the Riddler? He has like <laughs> the Riddler fortune telling machine. He has the bobblehead. Yeah. 
Well, did you even see that his the screens in the corner of his apartment kind of look like a question mark? Oh, did they? Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see that. They kind of curve like a question mark. And yeah. then there was oh, also, that's great. Um, there was a reference to Batman's dog Ace, uh, because oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so in some continuities, Batman has a dog Ace, the bat, the bat dog. dog. Uh, mm -hmm. so when he has a little mask, I think. Yeah, when Bruce and a yep. cape sometimes too. So yeah. when well, Bruce gotta keep his identity <laughs> safe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does my tail need a mask too? Uh, when Bruce everyone and, knows I'm a monkey yeah, when Bruce and Alfred are trying to convince Robin to stay uh, Alfred brings out this like four course meal or whatever and he's like oh master <laughs> see if the dogs are hungry yeah master dick is leaving oh, I'll go see if the dog is hungry the dogs. Um, he has multiple dogs. Okay, dogs. So, yeah. and then there's a part where there's a just a brief part where the Batmobile can drive sideways rather than yeah. just swerving mm -hmm. out of the way. <laughs> it's just That's one right. part. He, like flips the switch and the and the wheels like turn. Yeah, yeah. It takes like, like a full yeah. like five or six <laughs> seconds where he could have really just swerved out of the way. It was kind yeah, of. But it's cooler this way. Exactly. It was purely in the movie just to be like a whoa awesome part. Yeah, and exactly. a lot of this movie is that. Uh, yeah. Let's see, there was a Metropolis mm -hmm. reference. Mm -hmm. um, We're halfway to Metropolis. To yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The circus. And uh, if mm -hmm. you'll remember in Batman and Robin, one of the first lines, after that first line, Robin's like, I want a car because chicks dig the car. Batman says, Josh, do you remember? This is why Superman works alone. Works alone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's also in every iteration of you know, Batman having Robin with him as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Superman works alone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What else? I mean. He really is kind of the least likely character in the DC Universe to have a sidekick. That's a good point. Yeah. Because he's the epitome of a lone wolf. He doesn't yeah. need one. But, yeah. but here we go. But that are. makes it um, interesting for him to have one. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I have kind of an interesting piece of trivia about this movie. Um, Democratic Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy who is now third in line to be president, hmm. uh, has been in five Batman movies. Wow. What? Yeah, That's really yeah, something. In, uh -huh. um, As an extra? So he, mm -hmm. so he was in he was in Batman Forever. He was like somebody in one of the crowds in the gala. Um, <laughs> in And a couple other things, too. He In 1996, he worked on a... This is during all of his time as a senator. He's like 80 now. In 1996, he worked on the DC comic collaboration Batman, Death of Innocence, The Horror of Landmines, to warn huh. of the dangers of landmines. Oh, that's cool. Um, like I said, he was in Batman Forever. He mm -hmm. was in Batman and Robin. He was in The Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Rises. He gets a line in Dark Knight Rises um, hmm. against the Joker. He's like, we don't stand up to thugs. He's the guy who says that. Oh. And uh, he's in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. And he voiced a character in one episode of Batman the Animated Series. That's he just was cool. Like, he was a mayor or something. That's huh. just cool. Um, and so I did some digging on, on, on this. And he said, uh, like when asked when he why he loves the character, the senator says, the Batman prevailed through superior intellect and detective skills, uh, through the freedoms afforded by great wealth and through sheer will—not superpowers, but skill, science, and rationality. Hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that quote because he he threw in the great wealth part. Yeah, that part was weird. It was all that was weird. Until like, wait, what? So yeah. you like him because he's 
a rich guy yeah. and he's smart. I, yeah. I Presumably know, he bag. means he's wealthy because he's smart, but I mean, we all know that that's I, I, not the freedom is really <laughs> yeah. by great wealth. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but yeah. just kind of a neat, you know, that is I cool. thought that was just kind of a fun piece of yeah. trivia there. Um, an altogether huh. pretty fun movie. So mm-hmm. Georgia, do you have anything else about the movie that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, other than just like, if, you put all those actors in a blender, I would not expect Batman Forever to be the result. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Val Kilmer, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones, Nicole Kidman, Drew Carey, Drew, Carey, Drew Barrymore, yeah. uh, Ed Begley Jr., um, <laughs> Senator Patrick Leahy. Like, <laughs> I don't, you don't yeah. think this is what you would get. So, yeah. um, huh. no. Crazy movie. Josh. Pretty bad, though. Pretty bad? <laughs> it's a, it's a bad movie. Let's be Josh, honest. Josh, any yeah. any further thoughts? Um, I mean, I've I've said plenty on this movie already. I like <laughs> the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously not a super serious movie, but I mean, it's a comic book movie. What do you expect? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my. It's one. Of, it was one of my childhood favorites. I've watched it, you know, countless dozens of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still like Batman versus Rob, or not versus Batman and Robin. Batman versus Robin, that would be cool. That's well, that is, um, that is, uh, I think it's a comic. Oh yeah, Um, probably yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Batman and Robin is this movie cranked up to about twenty? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. For good and bad. So we're are we watching that next week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I say let's Uh, do it. We'll we'll see. Maybe okay. there's another movie that. Uh, well, whose turn is it to pick? Uh, well, uh, Josh picked Xanadu. Georgia picked Roadhouse, uh, and then we both we all kind we of decided Batman. on this one because I was thinking Speed Racer. Oh right, yeah. Speed Racer. I think we should do Dune. Yeah, at okay. some point, that's a good one too. We can, do um, that. We can vote on it. Or we something. could do like a Patreon episode, minisode about Batman and Robin, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> there's really enough supporters yeah there's i feel like a lot of the batman and robin episode would be pretty similar thoughts to this one yeah yeah, yeah. honestly huh. i mean i could talk about arnold schwarzenegger and uma <laughs> thurman this forever this but this is the 1990s batman movies podcast yeah, yeah exactly that's a good point we've come here to learn yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so before we sign off for the week georgia do you want to take us through this puzzle yes so I'm excited. Put on your bat thinking caps. <laughs> get out your bat magnifying glasses because we're gonna head down to the bat cave where there's one little portion of the cave that's kind of hollowed out, has mm-hmm. some board games in it. <laughs> okay. And what do we we call this puzzle cave? I like it. I like it. Little part of the bat cave is the puzzle cave. That's cool. <clears throat> so, I mean, I don't know if this one is so much of a puzzle exactly i'm no riddler you know i don't have any riddles for you to solve (laughs) but this puzzle is called uh batman slash bruce wayne quote or michelle obama quote oh my god i love it it. just tell me batman or michelle obama okay let's do it okay let's do it all right number one i am the knight (laughs) obama Okay, that's obviously Batman. Uh-huh. Yes, Batman. Okay. Animated series, season one, episode 34. Perfect. Uh, you can't make decisions based on fear and the possibility of what might happen. 
Man, see, that one could go mm, either way, but yeah, I'm going to say Obama. I'm going to say Obama. Yes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> when they go ho, when they go low, I can't read. When they go low, we go high. That's definitely Obama. Uh-huh. That is Michelle. Nice. Uh, sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Sometimes people deserve more. Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. That's Batman, That's definitely right? Batman. That's I think like the Dark Knight I think it's, or something. I think it's either it's the, the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight or Batman Begins. Yes. Yeah. It's cool. the Dark Knight. Uh, if you don't get out there and define yourself, you'll be quickly and inaccurately defined by others. Obama. That's got to be Michelle, yeah. That is Michelle. Uh, do we settle for the world as it is, or do we work for the world as it should be? I think this is, Batman. This is so funny. That's Obama. I'm breaking from Josh on this one. That's Michelle Obama. <laughs> okay, okay, Josh. Josh says Batman. Alex says Michelle. Yeah. It is Michelle. Yeah. Oh. It could almost be Alfred. Couldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We should. Yeah. The more we you could... think about it, yeah. The more you're going to be on board with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the politics time. of that would be pretty tricky, but yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> We're, yeah. It's not going to happen. No, but, uh, number seven. Don't judge. I used to buy underwear because I didn't do my laundry. That Batman man. or Michelle? That's Obviously Batman. Michelle. That is Michelle. Okay. Uh, everything's impossible until somebody does it. That's Michelle. I think Michelle. Batman. Really? Wow. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Uh, huh. Last when? One. When in no. the movie? Huh. Anyway. Uh, Dark Knight. Yeah. I just fact checked these. I don't know yeah. what. Oh, I was just wondering maybe movie. Josh knew. <laughs> what page of the screenplay I feel is like that? Josh knows screen. that movie front to back, <laughs> no. so I was just wondering. Uh, oh no, no, no. Last one. No one, no one tries too hard to make the world better. You can never shout too loudly in the name of freedom. See this? I feel like it could be like some of the Batman movies have an ending monologue sort of thing. <laughs> I feel like it could very well be in that. Batman wouldn't say something like and that. And I think, though. well, I think this is the, um, this is the one quote that's actually both. Oh, yeah. So what are we going with? So that was a that was Michelle Obama, probably. I think Michelle. That Batman doesn't. Batman. What? When? Batman. Huh. Justice League of America, Earth Two. It's a comic. What was the quote again? Huh. No one tries too hard to make the world better. You can never shout too loudly in the name of freedom. See, because I always good. thought Batman didn't give a shit about freedom. Mm. Yeah, he does. Does he, though? Batman lo- Yeah, he does. <laughs> Batman cares for those American values. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Wow, that was, that was a good puzzle. That was interesting. That was good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, I, I was thinking, like, you know, who could I compare all these great Batman quotes to? Yeah. And... That's when I thought Michelle Obama. That's so smart. <laughs> That's funny. And the more I looked at it, I was like, wow, some of these yeah, that was yeah. are very similar. Yeah. This will be great. So, That's really funny. Yeah. That's what I have. All right. Well, great discussion. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with another movie. Not sure exactly what it is yet. But uh, thank guys, thanks for participating, talking about this mm-hmm. great movie. Um, yeah. And we'll see you next week. Same bat time, same Same. bat channel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right.